tonight Lord we want everything that you have for us we don't even want one to fail we want everything that you have for us all that you have brought to give us tonight give it unto us Lord let us not live here the same thank you Jesus for your presence thank you Holy Spirit for your presence oh gracious father thank you that you are here thank you for all the angels the hosts of heaven that have joined us Thank you for the spirits of just men made perfect that have joined us. We give you glory. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm 
Alright, can you guys hear me? How are you? How was dinner? Good? Tiring? Oh, you are tired. You are tired, okay. You are tired. How was the horseback riding? I hear, I hear you were all scared. Just a few of you. So how many of you went on the horseback? One, two, three, four. That's it. Emmanuel, did you take did Emmanuel, where's Emmanuel? Did you take videos of them on the horse? Nice. I'm gonna check. And then I hear you guys had fun when you came back. You did some talent something. Wow. One person wants to display their talents before we start. Who wants to who wants to display their talent before we start? I think the winning team should show us their talent. Which which yes, 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 yes. Come on. Okay, if the winning team doesn't do it, the second runner of that goals will get the prize. What prize? Okay, go, 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 guys. So, I put um, in a um, It was faith, um, love, uh -huh. um, prayer, and what was the other one? Favor, favor. favor of God. So they had to pick, and then they were in groups. And they had to like, you know, they can do a song, they can do a rap. Pretty much they have to educate us about it. And and the that's most what they did. Creative was okay. That's interesting. So guys, come on. Guys, let's watch. Let's watch. What was yours? Trust you. What was yours? Trusting God. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Nah, I need, I need, nah. You need the beat? I'm just doing the support. Nah, nah, nah. You need the beat? You need the beat. Nah, you have to do it just like you did it. Yeah, you do. Anel, come on now. Go, Anel. Go, Anel. Go, Anel. Anel. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Let's go, let's go. You need the beat? You need the beat? Yeah. Okay, give her the beat, guys. What's the beat? 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 Oh yeah. Uh, 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 uh
Okay, let's go. Give that one more try. One more try. One more try. Let's do it. Good. Give it up for them. Give them a hand. Good job. Good job. Okay, one more. Run up. Run up. Run up. Run up. No, we just want to see what they did. Who had the run up? We were the top team. They were the top team. Where are the run up? Let's go. Let's go. Run up. Sit down. Hurry up. Pastor's waiting. Come on. Hurry up, guys. Come on. Pastor's coming. Are you the leader? Yeah, we deleted it. No, no, no. Yeah, we deleted it. Don't lie. Don't lie. They deleted what? Come on. Let's go. They are scripts. Okay. Okay, start. Speaking powerful words, speaking into existence, I go on my knees and I always ask for forgiveness. Another way to communicate, another way of praise, I get on my knees and pray every day. Another way to praise. I get on my knees and I pray every day. 
Did you pray today? Did you pray today? Yes. Did you pray today? No. Did you pray today? Yes, I did. You did it? Did you scream hallelujah, eh? Man. Don't be a weirdo. Prayer is good. Prayer turns my bad problems. No. <laughs> but we won though. I, I can't Come on, give it up for them. You guys give them a hand. That's good. I'm glad you guys had fun. Okay, so just yeah, cl- push the door closed so we stay warm. Alright. Tonight it's going to be a greater time tonight because yes actually thank you for reminding me I was was going to announce it we're losing an hour tonight right so that means we have to sleep early so that means I have to close early so I have to close before 11 tonight today I have to close before 11 Okay, but you guys have to work with me because we have to get everything God has for us, right? Before we go to bed, we have to get everything God has for us. Are you listening? So, what we what did we learn before this morning? What did we learn? How to speak in tongues. How to speak in tongues. And what were you going to say? You're going to say the same thing. Speaking in tongues. So people of faith, they build up their faith by what? By speaking in tongues. Now, how many of you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit without speaking in tongues today? Raise your hands. Today, 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 today. Raise your hands. Raise your hands. If you did. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, so like I told you, the only way to sustain that gift is by praying with it. Okay? The Holy Spirit comes, never leaves you. You have to make a practice of that gift. So we're going to pray in tongues for a while before we start, okay? You have to bring yourself to the place where you enjoy speaking in tongues. Just enjoy it. Just put on some worship music then you start speaking in tongues. Like I told you, it's like going to the gym. When I go to the gym, like tonight, if tonight I were to go to the gym and I raise up the heaviest weight over there, when I come out of the gym, will you see any difference in me? No. no. Even though I raise the heaviest weight, it takes time. Over time of consistently going to the gym, lifting up the weights, then even though you don't see the difference right away, all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's, he's building up. He's, he's been doing something. Right? It's the same spiritually. 
when you spend time speaking in tongues, it may seem nothing has happened. It's like you look at yourself, it's like nothing has happened. But over time, you realize, oh, I've become a stronger Christian. I've, I'm getting closer to God. Now I can hear God's voice. Now I have strong faith to withstand. Okay? So we're all going to speak in tongues. I don't want you um, relaxing or just keeping quiet. Whatever... However you got it, whatever syllable you had, just start from there. Okay, just start from there. Open your mouth. Remember I told you, you don't need um, to have some ecstatic experience before you can start. You, you begin. He said they began to speak. So you begin. Then you start speaking it. You guys want us to do that? Yeah? Sorry? Is that going to be our preaching for tonight? Oh, no, I, I don't know. We'll, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where, we'll see where it goes. So, so I'll say, you can sit down. You can stand if you want. But we're just going to begin now. And everybody just start speaking in tongues, okay? Speak in tongues. I'll keep the music on. Let's just speak in tongues. Put your phones, put your phones away. You don't need your phones when you're speaking in tongues. You can stand, you can sit, you can walk about. Put your phones away. Let's start praying. Sorry? I don't know what the Holy Spirit will leave us, lead us to do. We'll know. We'll find out after. So, let's speak in tongues. Guys, let's pray. I don't want you talking, guys. Remember, we're praying. So, don't be talking amongst yourselves. Let's begin to pray, okay? This is not a time to converse with your friend. Start speaking in tongues. Start speaking in tongues. You're building up yourself. Building up yourself. You're building up yourself. Jelabadas, Keveredeles, Barandelebas, Melevedoriadabas, Jebaradalababe, Zemondaralabacariandeba, Lebrandelebos, Necariandaralababe. Borolobos, Zemara Deles, Shamberelemos, Zecoria Daralababa, Baralalalababe, Barandaralababoria de Rebaba, Melaba Daralababaria de Reba, Boralabasanarabacaria de Reba, Raberia de Reba, Baralalababaria de Reba, Raberia de Reba. Barala <laughs> Bara Badarian de Reba, Cavarian Dorian de Reba, Osana Lababa, Levara Lababaria, Caberian de Reba, Cabarian de Reba, Caborian de Reba, Cabarian de Leba, 
Just speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it. Lift your voice and speak in tongues. Speak in tongues, speak in tongues. That gift that you got, use it. That gift that you got, stir it up. Speak it, speak it, speak it. Open your mouth, speak it, speak it, speak it. Speak it, use that gift, speak it. Speak in tongues, speak in tongues, speak in tongues. Make sure you are praying in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Yes, pray, 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 lift your voice. Pray, speak in tongues, speak in tongues. Whether it's one syllable or, or not, speak in tongues, speak in tongues. Whatever it is you receive, speak in tongues. Speak it out, speak it out, by faith, speak it out. Ibarra la babaria na la la baba, 
Make sure you are praying, pray, pray, pray. Kapala la la baba, baranda la la babe, zimala la 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 baba, jemara la 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 babe, jeboro la baburiana la la babe, kapariana la la baba, kapariana la la babo, 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 Yes, speaking tongues, speaking tongues, speaking tongues. Pray, pray, pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Marala 
Yes, keep on, keep on, keep on. Praying, praying, praying. Mazelele Baba. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. Lift your voice. I want to hear you. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. I want to hear you pray. Speak in tongues. Yes, speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it. Pray, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. <laughs> I want you to be praying, pray, 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 pray. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to ask all the volunteers to keep quiet. I want to hear every one of us else praying, okay? We're going to pray again in tongues. This is how I pray. Okay? Just speak in tongues. It's full of power. You, you have no idea the power that is going through you as you speak in tongues. You have no idea. 
So I want us to do it again for the next five minutes and then we will begin tonight's service. <coughs> Have faith. It's a supernatural language. <coughs> Speak it. Okay? Well, it's ba 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 However it is, speak it. That's tongues. It's gonna grow. The more you speak it, it's gonna grow. So the next five minutes we're gonna pray again. Just speaking in tongues. I want you to speak it. Don't be distracted. Speak it from your heart. It's supernatural. Let's begin praying. Palos, cabeles, chameros. Rohale Mondes, Sherele Bocariades, Shivaraba Dariande de Baba, Cravare de Bos, Leberele Bos, Jeberele Mos. I want to hear you. My God, pray. Speak in tongues, pray. Caradalos, Shivalamandos, Zeberedeles. Jebarolo Monde, Sicare Badele, Tarele Monde, Charenole, Paradole. Ah, something is happening. Something is happening. Porodeles. Speak it. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Speak it. Caralala Mondes, Robert de Lemos, Shivara de Lemondes, Kire Namelos, Jevera de Lebatiria de Bos, Parandes, Carabellos, Shamberandolos, Speaking Tanks, Simaradeles, Shiberanole, Parakile Vendolos, Bronder Leme, Paraderes. Paradeles, speaking tongues, speaking tongues, speaking tongues. Kushamba Ranole, Zeberedeles, Glory to Jesus, Zebara Lemondes, Jebaramonde, Barandera Badolendos, Jebron de Lebabo, Corion de Lebabo, Corion de Lebabo, Corion de Lebabo, Corion de Lebabo, Craberion de Lebabo, Craberion de Lebabo. Kaberion derele babo, jeberelele baborion derele babo, kaberion derele babo, kaberion derele babo, kaberion derele babo, boronderion derele babo, zeberion derele babo. Some of you, as you are praying to us, God is restructuring your life. God is restructuring your life as you speak in tongues. He's setting things right. Pray. Shurelelemos, Baberedeles, Jebanderelemontes, Oh yes, Casila Vadoles, Paradele, Mandusemberedule, Speak it, Pray in tongues, Pray in tongues, Jebanderelelemos, Jebanderelemabos, Paradelelemos, Pray in tongues, Pray in tongues, Pray in tongues, Pray in tongues, Pray in tongues. Praying tongues, praying tongues. Speaking tongues. Focus, focus, focus on praying tongues, praying tongues. 
Pray, pray, pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. Kijara la la ba diria na la la ba ba, karia na la la ba baria na la la ba be, uru na la la ba baria na la la ba ba, kafuria na ria na la la ba ba, kero ba ba suria na la la ba ba. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's let's sit down. Hallelujah. Wow. God is here. God is here. Amen. God is here. Amen. You see what I told you, you get to choose. I'm going to start speaking in tongues now, and I'm going to stop. You choose it. I just said, Amen. Everybody stop. I can say, Let's start. We start. Okay? It's not like, oh, all of a sudden the Holy Spirit has to come upon you, and then you are feeling something. Oh, then that's when you start. No, 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 no. <coughs> the Holy Spirit respects our will. Paul said, the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14. Spend some time, you guys, and read 1 Corinthians 14. Okay? Very good scripture to read. Somebody should find the verse in 1 Corinthians 14. Where Apostle Paul said, I will speak with tongues. I will speak with tongues. And then I will speak with my understanding. I will pray with tongues and I will pray with my understanding. Find the verse, 1 Corinthians 14. One of the verses says that. Let me see who will be the first to find it. I will pray with tongues and I will pray with my understanding. Or I will speak in tongues and I will speak with my understanding. And then he also says, I will sing with tongues. I will also sing with my understanding. You know you can sing in tongues, right? Lema selem bakelia. Lema de Verse 15. Read it. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will also pray with the understanding. I will pray with the Spirit. Praying the Spirit is the same as speaking in tongues. I will pray with the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding. You see, what I want you to see is the, the will, the use of His will. I will pray with the Spirit. And then I will pray with them. So, at some point he's praying, he decides, okay, now I'm going to pray in tongues. Then, and then it gets to some part and he says, okay, now I'm going to pray with my understanding. Sometimes when I'm praying, praying in tongues, praying in tongues, then 
Holy Spirit drops something in my heart, pray about this. Then I'll switch from tongues and I'll say, okay, I pray for this person. Let's say I'm praying, praying, and I say, pray for Irina. Then I'll say, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm praying for Irina. <laughs> Touch her, be with her, strengthen her. I say that in English. I pray for her. Then after I'll start, I'll switch again. Okay, now I'm going to pray with tongues. Sometimes praying in tongues, like Paul said, you saw it. He says, I will sing with the Spirit. Does he say that too? And then I will sing with also my understanding. So praying, you're playing some worship songs. You worship the Lord. Lema suki hadas. Revo shemona lema mamando seliandaba. Neliandelia mosondorolo mosikanderiandaba. Malevo sihande riandeli masuandele lebo sikoto yande. Baleandezo warinele mezumandele kaduriandabataya. Palevosi koze bonteri andelele basu andeye suke no maya. Paribosi ondoro lobosi kaberi anda. Don't you feel God's presence? He said, I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with my understanding. There is more for you in God if you are interested. Amen. So we're going to carry on tonight. I have to finish before 11. So try and move on quickly. Have you been challenged? Go home and practice. Okay, go home and do what? Practice. Get to your room. Instead of putting on Jay-Z and uh, Beyonce and whatever, put on some nice worship song. Worship song. Start to pray. Lie. I would lay on my bed and just be speaking in tongues for hours. Hours. It's just like going to the gym. It will seem like you're wasting your time, you know. You wait, lift up the weights, you come out, you haven't changed. But you're not wasting your time. You give it a month, two months. Somebody will tell you there's something different about you. Something has changed about you, but. They can't tell, but there's something has changed. Because it's power. Have you seen electricity power that's flickering with um, flashes? Have you seen that kind of power before? This one is more than that. Demons will run away from you. Amen? We're talking about faith. Diligent seekers have faith to pray in tongues, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying, praying in the Holy Spirit. If you're a Christian and I'm a Christian, and I spend three hours speaking in tongues and you spend five minutes speaking in tongues, there's no way we will be the same Christians. Do you get it? You spend five minutes speaking in tongues, I spend three hours speaking in tongues. Come on. God is not a, he's not a respecter of persons. It's, it's whatever investment you make, that's what you get. I spend, if I spend three hours every morning speaking in tongues before I go to work, and you spend five minutes speaking in tongues, and we all go to the same work, eh? it was different experiences. Do you get it? Yeah. So you get to choose what kind of Christian work you want. I want God. I want everything God has for me. Let's move on. Diligent seekers, there's something else about faith. 
that I want you to catch, okay? And this one is so important. And I know some of you are already going through this. Diligent seekers have faith to endure difficult seasons. Faith to endure difficult seasons. Okay? Faith to endure difficult seasons. Sometimes when we talk of faith, people think of faith as something that you get so that you can get things. You have the faith and you can get things. So for instance, um, I have faith for God to give me a car. It's, it's, it's a kind of faith. So I have faith. So I have, it's faith to get things. And that's true. That's one type of faith. But real faith, real faith is faith in God that is not shaking whether you get things or you don't get things. Whether things go well or things don't go well. Real faith is not shaking. Do you get it? Whether bad things happen to me or not, real faith stays strong in God. And those who are diligently seeking for God, their faith in God is not shaken by things that happen around. Do you know that this life is not very friendly? This life is not friendly. We go through things that we have no idea why, why am I even going through this? Why is this happening to me? And that's how life is. You know, bad things happen to good people sometimes. And when those bad things happen, does it mean that I should deny God and forget about God? And God, if you are there, why is this bad thing happening to me? As though, um, if you believe in God, then nothing bad should happen to you. No, it's not like that. Did Jesus believe in God? Did Jesus obey God fully? But he died on the cross. He was beaten. He was whipped. He was crucified. They put a nail in his hand. He was screaming. Ah! God didn't send the angels to come and rescue him. Hmm? Are you able to turn off your flash? It's, it's disturbing me. No, no worries. Just turn that, that off. And all of you who have your nice flashing lights. Okay. Jesus was hanging on the cross. And God left him there. Screaming. Doesn't mean that Jesus was a bad person. No. Because you see, the nature of our Christian walk is such that our faith in God has to be tested. Faith in God has to be what? Tested. God told Abraham, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. Abraham didn't have a son. And, but Abraham had faith in God and believed God and God gave him a son. You, are you with me? So God answered his prayer. He prayed for a son. Isn't it beautiful that you pray for a child and you have faith and God gives you a child? Right? That's because faith can allow you to guess things from God. Right? So something is not going on. You have faith. You trust God and God fixes it. He fixes it. 
But because God must test our faith, he told Abraham, this son that I've given you, go and kill him. Take Isaac and go and kill him. God was testing his faith, just like God will test every one of you. Listen to me. Every one of you here, by name, one by one, all of you, your faith is going to be tested. I mean, re read my lips. Your faith is going to be tested. One by one. Your faith in Jesus is going to be tested. That's why I'm, I'm teaching you this. Your faith is going to be tested. Let's read. Linda, read for me. Hebrews 10, 32. These are the verses before Hebrews 11 begins. Let's read it. So remember those earlier days after you had received the light, when you endured in a great conflict full of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. At other times, you stood side by side with those who were so treated. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to pers pers persevere, per persevere mm -hmm. so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For my righteous one will live by faith, and I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Amen. So that from this verse, then it gets into verse 11, where it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And then he begins to talk about everything about faith. So the real faith is the faith that goes through trial and affliction. You can see, he says, do not throw away your confidence because it will be richly rewarded. Remember our theme scripture, it says, those who, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So that kind of reward comes after you do not give up going through trials. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will obtain what has been promised. Why is it important for you to maintain your faith? You see, a diligent seeker is someone who wants nothing but God's will for their life. Right? If I want God's will for my life, I will go through suffering, whether I like it or not. If I want my own will, and I want to have fun and enjoy my own life, make my own choices, then, of course, you can enjoy and have your own life and whatever, right? God will not be involved. You chart your own course. But if I want everything that God has for me, then God will test my faith in Him. Do you get it? So we're going to go through a few examples of those. Habakkuk chapter 2 Verse 3 to 4. Aaron. For the revelation of wisdom appointed time, it speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. See, the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous person will live by his faith. Amen. Amen. The revelation. What is that revelation that awaits an appointed time? That revelation is God's will for your life. Liz, 
God has a great plan for your life. Beautiful plan. I mean, if God were to show you his plan for your life, you'd be like, what? Amazing plan. Just like all of you. Amazing plan. But right now, when you look at your life, it's like, it's almost like, what's up with my life? Like, why is my life like this? How, where is my life going? Don't even know what's going to come out of this life. Almost like there's no direction to your life, Beverly. Can you tap her? Right? But he says, though it's tarrying, it's, it's tarrying or it's delaying, though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come. What God wants to do with you will certainly happen. But there is someone, the enemy. The enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright. So the devil, Michaela, will try to destroy your life. Right? Princess, he will make attempt to destroy your life. Because the devil does not want you to become what God has planned for you to become. The only way you can overcome him is given in that verse. But the righteous person will live, will survive, will make it by his faith. By his faith. The righteous person will live by his faith. Look at the example of Moses. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Do you know what it means to be Pharaoh's daughter? I mean, how many of you would like to be um, the queen's daughter? The queen of England? Somebody else? Okay, like who? Ghana is more fun. <laughs> Okay, Wh whose daughter would you like to be? I mean, other than your parents. If you, if you had a choice to pick, other than your parents. I, I'm sure you, you would want to be with your parents. But other than your parents, if you had a choice to pick. Obama. Obama. To be the daughter of Obama. Oprah. 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 Yes. Okay. Who else? Asante. Asante? Asante, can you be a son? Or do you a son. Oh, yeah. Who? LeBron James. Wow. <laughs> you want to be the son of LeBron James. Yeah. Who else? I wouldn't mind being the daughter of Kylie Jenner. The daughter of who? Kylie Jenner. Tyler Jenner. Who? Oh, Kylie. Is it the... Oh, I don't know him. Oh, 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 oh. The he's transformed himself, right? No, not him. God forbid. Oh, okay, okay. The daughter. The daughter. Okay, okay. And then who else? He said Michael Jackson. You want to be the daughter of Michael Jackson? Who else? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jaden. Travis Scott. Whose son would you want to be if you had a choice? I don't know. 
Bill Gates or something? Bill Gates. Bill Gates because he's rich. Okay, now imagine here Moses. Moses is the son of Pharaoh, Pharaoh's daughter. Listen, Egypt at the time was the world superpower. Okay? And Pharaoh was the greatest ruler in the world at the time. So to be the son of Pharaoh's daughter was a highest privilege. Right? He had everything. He was the next in line to inherit the throne. And Moses had that revelation of God's will for his life. Remember what I told you? God has great plans for you. When Moses realized that God's plan for his life was not what he was in already, which was the son of Pharaoh's daughter and inheriting the throne, and he, because he really wanted everything God had for him, not everything else, even though it's fun and whatever, Bible says he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. How? How was he able to do that? By faith. By faith. He decided, yeah, this thing is comfortable and everybody almost worships me and whatever, but this is not what God wants for me. I also don't want it. So by faith, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing, choosing. It was a choice. Choosing rather to suffer affliction or suffering, pain with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Don't you think the son of um, Michael Jackson will have lots of fun? Whilst the, <laughs> whilst the dad is alive. Choosing rather to suffer. Choosing rather to suffer. Hmm? Choosing rather to suffer. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Now, the point that I want you to learn from Moses is you will have to make a choice. Are you listening? You will have to make a choice between pleasing God or pleasing yourself. You have to. Pleasing God or pleasing yourself. Remember I said, people of faith, diligent seekers have faith to please who? God, not themselves. You have to make a choice to please yourself or to please God. Okay? Remember the story of Job? Who knows the story of Job? What happened to Job? What happened to Job? Louder. Everything got taken away from Job. Okay, Michaela, read for us. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and afflicted Job with painful sores from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. He replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, Job, Job did not sin in what he said. Amen. Why was Job going through the suffering that he went through? Who knows? Judah. Because Satan went through 
Because Satan wanted to prove God wrong. And what had God said about Job that Satan wanted to prove wrong? Um, Emmanuel? Right. God had told Satan, look at my servant Job. He is very faithful. He will never deny me, no matter what happens to him. He's very faithful. He really loves me. He really wants me. It's me that he's really interested in, not the things that I give him. Because, I mean, God had blessed Job. Job was the richest man in his day. He had blessed him beautifully. He had houses. I mean, anything you can think of, Job had it. And on top of that, God had protected him so the devil couldn't touch him. Okay? And God had done that because God knew his heart. So, God was bragging about Job to Satan. And Satan said to God, Oh, this Job, he's only worshipping you because of all the blessing you have given him. And how you have protected him. Why won't anybody worship you when you give them good things? Right? And sadly enough, a lot of Christians today think that way. They think that the reason why I'm worshipping God is so he can bless me. Right? The reason why I am worshipping God is so he can do what? Bless me. Is that your reason for worshipping God? What if God doesn't bless you? God doesn't bless you, then you're no longer going to worship him. God takes everything that is blessing from you. You are no longer going to come to church. We're not going to see you. Is that your reason? Job had a greater reason to worship God. And so God said to Satan, No, go, go, go and take everything from him. You know what happened to Job? In one day, one day, just one day, he lost everything. Everything that he had in one day. In that same day, all his children, he had ten children. All his children died in one day. I mean, isn't it bad enough? that maybe two or three of your children die in one day, right? At the same time, in one day. It's bad enough. But you have ten children and all ten of them die in one day. What will you be thinking? Immediately when that news comes to you, the first thing that people will think is that God, why? Like, we'll first address God. Because God, if I've been worshipping you, uh, I've been worshipping you, and being so faithful, you could have protected my, my, my children. Hmm? You applied to all the three schools, and none of them accepted you. God, why? Right? And so at this point, Job is there. They told him, this is what has happened to you. You know what Job said? God has given and God has taken. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God has given, God has taken. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then Satan goes back to God and God tells him, See, devil, I told you, Job will not deny me. Right? And then Satan says, of course, because you have not allowed me to touch his body. But any man, if 
if I touch his body and afflict him with sickness and pain and disease, any man will curse you. And God said, fine, he's in your hands. But don't take his life. So Satan goes and then he afflicts Job with all deadly sickness that you can think of. To the point he had sores all over his body, itching sores. He had to break a pot to scrape the sores. Standing, and he had lost everything. So he had to be by the roadside. Children were making fun of him. And as he was scraping himself in pain, his wife came to him and said, Job, are you still maintaining your faith in God? Curse God and die. You are already on your way to die. Just curse God and die. Tell him, God, away with you. I, I followed you and you have disappointed me. And then Job said, Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? You know, do you know, guys, are you listening? Anything God gives you, as long as it is coming from God's hand, it's the best for you. Do you know that? Whether it's good or bad, as long as it's coming from God's hand to you, it's the best thing for you. Job did not sin against God. Amen. Let's move on. Have you heard of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Shadrach, Meshach, and who? Abednego. What happened to them? Yes. They didn't bow down and worship the idol. Okay, let's read it. And I'll read it for me. Amen. Read on. But but even if he does not we want you to know, Your Majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of, of gold you have set up. Amen. We will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. So these three boys, they were youth, just like we are. Young men being taken, first of all, understand this. They were enjoying in their own land. Okay, they had they were in their own land. And they were faithful worshiping God. Somehow the people in the land were sinning. And so God was judging the land and brought Nebuchadnezzar to come and carry all of them into captivity. So they were, they were not worshiping idols like the people in the land were doing. They were worshiping God. But when God sent Nebuchadnezzar to come and carry them into captivity, they were also carried into captivity. Are you with me? Now imagine that we are there at church. God forbid some radical people from another religion come and say with their guns and say deny Jesus or we kill you right deny Jesus just say Jesus I don't know you I don't know who you are and then we, kill, we, we leave you alone but if you say that um, no I will not deny Jesus 
they will just one bullet and then you are gone. Um, how many of us will, will just take the bullet? Can the bullet go at your back? <laughs> Can you take the bullet? Yeah, a bit. A bit. They're tired, eh? We'll close early. We'll close early today, okay? So, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were carried as slaves. Guys, listen. They were carried as slaves into Babylon. And in Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar had a bright idea to create an idol of gold and cause all the people in the land, including all those who are carried as captives, come and bow down to this idol. If you don't bow down, this fire, the furnace is there, we're going to put you in. And it's not like joke. As he's talking, the furnace is being heated up. So hot that even the people who were heating up the flames, they died. Because the heat from the flames was so hot, they themselves died. They were not in the flames yet, but the heat alone killed them. And you are there and you are seeing it. <laughs> and the king says, we are going to blow the trumpet. As soon as you hear the trumpet, you fall down. Just watch it. I mean, what's the big deal? Just do this. That's all. You just do this and then you stand up. And you are fine. Right? And they blew the trumpet. I mean, we're talking of a whole nation of captives. Other Israelites who also know God. So like other Christians. Right? Other Christians who also come to church with you. You can see them that they are all bowing down. Right? And then these three boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego... They are standing up. Everybody is bowing down. They are standing up. And the king is furious. And he says, what? You don't fear me? And he, he asks them to come forward. And it is warning them that I'm going to give you one more chance. We are going to blow it again. He instructed his people, turn up the heat in the fire seven times. We're going to blow it again. If you don't bow, we are throwing you into the fire. And then the boys answered the king. They replied to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. I mean, we're talking of faith. This is faith. You get what I'm saying? This is what real faith looks like. Faith that is not shaken by anything. Faith that is firm in God. We do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us. So they believe that God can deliver them. But what if God doesn't deliver them? I mean, after demonstrating such faith, is it possible that God will not deliver them? It's still possible. Yeah. Sometimes you could be as bold as everything, expecting God to, to come through for you, and God doesn't come through. <laughs> you had all the faith, you did all the prayers, did all the fasting, expecting God to come through, and God doesn't come through. 
So what do you say? You say that, oh, God has deni de uh, denied me or disappointed me. No. Real faith still stands strong whether God comes through or not. It doesn't change the faith. You are not shaking whether God answers or not. It's not so. You look at what they said. They said, our God that we serve, he's able to deliver us from the fire and he will deliver us. That's their faith so strong but then they said, but even if he does not, because God can decide that I will not deliver them. Sarah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. God can decide that I will not deliver them. And they're saying that if God does not deliver us, we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. We will not serve them. We will not serve them. What are some of the gods that you think Satan has set up in our generation today that people are worshipping? Technology. Social media. Fashion. Celebrities. What? Money. Money. What? Kardashians? What are some of the gods? Yes. <laughs> now, do you think that Christians are bowing down to these gods? Some Christians. How? How do you know that a person is bowing down to these gods? When they were? When they prioritize that thing before God. When they prioritize it before God. Don't bow down. Look at your neighbor and say, don't bow down. Don't bow down. Let your faith in God keep you standing upright like that, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Okay? You shouldn't spend more time chatting with your friend more than you spend chatting with God. You shouldn't. Hmm? You talk to God for five minutes, and then you talk to your friend for two hours. Eh? There's something wrong. There's something really, really wrong. That's why I'm challenging you to train yourself to pray in tongues. Because, I mean, it's not easy talking to God for a long time in English. You have to develop your faith for a while before you can really just engage in English and talk. But even that, you, after some time, you realize that the things you want to say, English language is too small to express, fully express what's on your heart. So you spend time, one hour, speaking in tongues. Hmm? Don't bow down. So these boys, they don't bow down and they are thrown into the fire and God watches them to be thrown into the fire. But... Because they kept their faith, whilst in the fire, God made sure they were not burned. Hallelujah. I'm wrapping up here. Hebrews 11, verse 32 to 39. Can I have Irina to read for me? And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, about, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith quenched the fury of the flames, 
There were others who tortured, who were tortured, who were tortured, refusing to be released, so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced years in flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about the sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith. Yes. Amen. You know, these people that he's talking about, they are Christians. These are not Old Testament people. These are New Testament people who believed in Jesus. Look at what they were going through, right? Let's examine what they were going through and compare it with what we are going through today, okay? That we think that, oh God, why are you? Why is all this happening to me? Let's try to measure what we are going through with what they are going through, okay? Here, they, through faith, quench the fury of the flames. So, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes. I have a question about that. Okay. So Like for your own, like, to, like, cope with yourself. Like for example, if one of my friends died, I just want to know, like, why did she die? Why did like, she die? Yes, yes, yes. We all have those questions. Like I had a question on my mind when my sister died. Why did my little sister die? Right? I don't know. And many of those things we will not have an answer for. But true faith will believe in God's heart when you cannot trace his hand. Do you understand what I said? God, I don't understand what you're doing, but however it is, I know whatever you're doing is for my good. Do you get it? You don't understand it? God, I'm so confused when I try to look at what is happening. But I know you are always right in whatever you do. So even though I don't get it, I know it's for good. Right? So, so we may not always understand what happened, when things happen to us, but we can be sure that when we commit our life into God's hands, it will work out for our good. Okay? So these three boys, they quenched the fury of the fire by their faith, right? They were put in fire and it was like air condition in the fire for them. They were singing and praising God in the fire. It was like they were just having fun in the fire. So fire lost its power because of faith. You know, faith is a very powerful force. Just by their faith, fire lost its power. But there were other people who also had faith but their faith did not deliver them. They were tortured. And because of their faith, they refused to be released. Like, we can release you if you just deny Jesus. He said, no, kill me. And it was because of their faith. And God didn't send angels to deliver them. Right? And then there were others who were mocked and flogged. Like, whipped. Have you experienced whipping before? Yes. No, no, no. What does that mean? No, no, these ones. You see, you are all blessed in not being flogged. 
But see, it's it's abuse for people to flog you for any reason. It's not acceptable under any circumstance. Under any circumstance, okay? But when you are being flogged because of your faith in Jesus, it's one of the glorious things that can happen to you. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> do you know? Do you know that when you suffer for your faith, you have great rewards in heaven? Uh, it's not necessarily a free ticket to heaven. Not necessarily. You could offer your body to be burnt and still go to hell. No, I'm saying like, oh, shoot, if you believe in God, then right. So here. They were mocked at. And they were put in chains in prison. Some were put to death by stoning. And some were sawed into two. Do you know sawing? You know what carpenters do with a, with a chainsaw? That you cut a wood? Some were sawed into two. So you put your body on the table and you have the chainsaw. Do you know... Guys, do you know... The book of Isaiah. You know who wrote the book of Isaiah? Isaiah the prophet. Do you know how Isaiah the prophet died? Isaiah the prophet was sawn into two. We're talking of faith. Is your faith strong enough to die and not even deny your faith? Huh? You see, we want, we, we, we're following Jesus. The big question is, why are you following Jesus? That's the big question that you, you personally need to answer that for yourself. I need to answer that for myself. Why am I following Jesus? Is it because um, it's a nice thing to be a Christian? You just want to be a nice, whatever, a good citizen. You grow up, you're married. A husband or wife, two children in a nice house with your car. You drive to church every Sunday. It's a nice life, right? Just go carry your people in the car. You go to church. You come home. Just it's a nice life. Well, what what if what if there's a flood and then your house is wiped out and then God forbid your children also die. God forbid. And then um, you are having issues at home. And then you, you, now you can't even come to church because you don't have a car, you don't have anything. They fired you at work. And then you're also battling some sickness. And like one person alone, you are, you are also battling some sickness. And then, God forbid, and then your wife is also diagnosed with cancer. And God forbid, all of this, all of this is happening to one person who is genuinely sincerely seeking God will, will such a person be able to keep their faith and if such a person is able to keep their faith what does it tell you about why they are following God do you think they are following God because of what they can get no they are following God because of who God is because God is worthy of your worship, is worthy of your honor, no matter what happens to you. 
Huh? That is true faith. True faith. You have to come to that place. You know why? Because the world as we... Do you all know that the world is winding down to its end? Yeah. You are all aware, right? Yeah. We are in the closing moments of time. The curtains are being rolled. The world is coming to an end. In our day, I personally believe in our day, we will see the coming of Jesus. Okay? We are all going to be alive. That's my personal belief. Okay? This generation. How long is a generation? How long is one generation? 40 years. 40 years is a generation. It could be tomorrow. It could be next week. But this generation will not pass. You know why? I, and I'm not saying Jesus said it. Are you guys listening? Beverly, listen. When Jesus was giving the signs of the end times, what were some of the signs of the last days that Jesus gave? Yes. What? False prophets. Uh -huh. are, are there false prophets today? Have you been seeing them on the news? There are plenty, right? What else? What were some of the signs of the last days? Natural disasters. Are there natural disasters? Are there plenty of them? Right? Plenty of them. What else? Nation will rise up against nation. Do we see that happening? Plenty, right? Just think of the Middle East. You can see that it's happening there. What else? Technology. Uh, there will be an increase of knowledge. Right? So now, technology... The knowledge to increase technology is, is far more advanced. Now they are thinking of, um, um, not even they are thinking. Self-driving cars are already happening. They are also working. They are also working on flying cars. Where is my flying um, driver? <laughs> they are working on flying cars. So an increase of knowledge. What else is the sign of the last days? Jesus talked about it. He said the moon will be turned into blood. Have you heard of blood moons happening? Have they been happening? Jesus talked about it. Are you? Do you know that Jesus said the moon will be turned into blood? He said it. Like how many years ago Jesus said this? The moon will be turned into blood. We've had series of blood moons in the in the past. Was it three years? We had one last year. Right. Even this year we had one. And blood moons, guys, listen. Listen, blood moons rarely happen. I mean, if you go on NASA's website, they rarely happen. Like they, they happen. The last time something happened was like 30, 40 years ago. Right? They rarely happen, and especially the ones that have just happened recently, called the, the Tetrad, where it's happening in like four different blood moons happening back to back. That never even happens, like rarely happens, but it's happened. And Jesus said, all these are signs. And he said, and then he said, the generation that sees these signs happening, he said, I verily, verily, I say to you, 
that generation will not pass and the coming will happen right so our generation is that's why i believe our generation we are in the best moments where we have to really show our faith and show god that we really love you it's a no all if you read hebrews so we read hebrews chapter 11 are you with me when we go to Hebrews chapter 12, can you? So, this is the last verse of Hebrews um, 11. Now, this moves into Hebrews chapter 12. Okay? Can someone turn to Hebrews chapter 12? Read from verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12, read from verse 1. Who is there? Are you there, Liz? Can you get there? Hebrews 12, 1. Who is there? Okay, read for me, Michaela. Yeah, read verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and that, and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Continue. Okay, continue to yeah, verse 2. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Con Yep, amen. Let's stop there. He says, seeing that we are surrounded with so great a cloud of witnesses. Who are those? All these people who have suffered, who were sawn into two, who were killed, who were whatever, they are all standing, like right now, they are all in heaven cheering us on. We are part of that army. Okay? We are all part of that army. And they are cheering us on in this last battle. They are the cloud of witnesses. It's a scene we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. They don't want us to fail. Because, I mean, we're running in a race, a baton race. Four people in a row. I run all my best, and I'm ahead, and I pass the baton on to you. You run all your best, and we got to the last person, right? Even though we were able to run ahead, and we are winning, and we are passing on to the last person, do you think it would be foolish for me to sit back and just say, oh, I've won, I've finished my part, I really did my best? Because if you slack and you slow down, we are going to be beaten. And all four of us are going to lose, even though we run very well. You get it? That's why these cloud of witnesses, they are cheering us on. Hey, don't give up your faith. Keep on, keep on. Because at the end, we are now going to determine whether they all won or not. Are you with me? And so, you must realize the real relevance, importance of your faith. Today, they make Christianity to seem like some jolly ride. That you just can't believe in God and have a good, nice life. Right? That's not what these guys thought. That's not what Isaiah was thinking when he was being sawn into two. Or when people were being mocked, killed by the sword, living in caves. They weren't thinking that way. You and I, we should not let anything make us deny our faith. Now, winding up. What are some things that you think today make people deny their faith? Friends. Friends. School. School. Tell me, how, how can friends make you deny your faith? 
Yeah, I mean not you, but someone. How? They'll laugh at you. Mock. They'll mock you. Or like if they have something to say, they're like, oh, like they're like. Oh, I can't tell you because you're too Jesus, Jesus. You're too oh, Jesus, yeah. Jesus. Like, I hate that. Right. Because it's so annoying. Nobody tells me I'm too Jesus, Jesus. Okay. No, they're like, they're like, oh, I can't tell you that because you're going to judge me. I don't want to know anyways. Like, <laughs> right. So they're making fun of you. Or they make you feel bad. Because you know God doesn't want you to like judge people. They make you feel like you're a judgy person and you think you're better than them. Right. I'm just trying to share it with you. Right. I want you to be okay too. Right. Yes, Farian. Oh, I was just going to tell a story, like something that happened at school. Yeah, tell us. Oh, uh-huh. so not naming names, it was this first person. Mm-hmm. She was singing, like, you know, she's known for being a Christian type of person. <laughs> Michaela is known for being a Christian type of person. <laughs> <laughs> and she was listening to music, like, you know, everyone else listens to. And her friends were like, oh, Michaela, I thought you were a church person. I thought you were, like, Bible. I didn't know you listened to that type of music. How come you not listen to gospel? Yeah. Oh. And then what did you say? I just said like I know those songs too because I'm usually listening to gospel music, right? So they, they were surprised that I listened to like other music. I was like, uh, like, I live here too, like I hear it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so that's an important lesson. The world expects a certain behavior from us, right? They always expect a certain behavior from us because they know how a Christian should behave. Huh? No, not that you assume, they know. They know. They know how a Christian should behave. So we should stand for our faith. No matter what. Don't be afraid to be mocked, to be made fun of. Don't be afraid for people to tease you, to be the odd one out. Don't be afraid. Okay? I think I'm done. <laughs> one, more, one more scripture. Have you heard of David? King David. King David. Know what happened to King David? God told him his plan for his life. You are going to be the next king of Israel. That's a great plan, isn't it? And after God had told him this plan, Saul begins to look for David to kill him. God, how come you have this great plan for my life and Saul is trying to kill me and you're not doing anything about it? God leaves him alone. David is running for his life. Is this one time that Saul almost got David. Almost. So now David had to run into the army or the place of his enemies, the Philistines. And they brought David to the Philistine king that, hey, we have brought David. This is David who killed Goliath and who's been fighting for Israel. We found him and we're bringing him to you. I mean, what do you think the Philistine king is going to do to David? Kill him. So David was in real, real trouble. Right? So you know what David decided to do? He immediately began to act like he was crazy. 
I don't know. He began to act like he was crazy. Drooling all over. Messed up his hair. Scratching the walls. Behaving like a madman. So when they brought him to the king, he was doing all that with saliva all over him. And doing all that nasty, messy stuff like a crazy person. And the king was like, what? Why do you bring a crazy person before me? Just take him away. And so they took him away, left him to go. And then David wrote a psalm. He wrote a psalm. Do you know what psalm he wrote after Gavin? I mean, I don't know what you will do when you have that experience and you're running for your life and God is it's like God is nowhere. You have to behave like a crazy person just to escape. And you come out. I don't know if you will sing a song or you will blame God. <laughs> but David decided to sing a song. And you know the song that he sang? Psalm 34. When he pretended madness before Abimelech, he sang this song. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. Whether he hears my prayer or he doesn't hear my prayer. Whether he comes to help me or he doesn't come to help me. Whether good things happen to me or bad things happen to me. I will bless the Lord at all all times his praise will continually be my you know how sometimes you come to church worship time and some of us are like oh i'm so down i don't know i don't like what happened last night at home god where are you i'm so down i don't want to even worship i don't feel like singing and then we're just there and we're not even singing that's not david that's not david at all david doesn't care what went on Behaving like a crazy person before the king, he, didn't, he doesn't care. He will come to church and say, hey, it's praise time. I'm going to sing and bless the Lord at all times. Amen. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And then you look at what he said in verse 19. Many, not few, many are the afflictions or troubles of the righteous. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. Amen. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. What have we learned today? A lot. I've scared you. Yeah, I've succeeded then because I really wanted to scare you guys. The reality is that your faith will be tested, Antonio. Antonia, your faith will be tested. Vanessa, your faith will be tested. <laughs> Nadel, your faith will be tested. Hmm? Hadassah, your faith will be tested. Hmm? Isaac, your faith will be tested. You have that beautiful, beautiful young lady come to you who is so beautiful. There is everything to love about the lady. And then you two have also fallen in love with the lady. Love at first sight. Love at first sight. Love at first sight. 
And then you realize that this lady does not worship. Are you guys listening? This lady does not worship the God that you worship. <laughs> you will convert her before you realize she might convert you. <laughs> yeah, it's more likely that she will convert you. No. Yes. And you and and if your faith is strong in God, you will say, "I will not allow this to destroy my Christian life." And then, as painful as it is, you break up with a person because of your faith. And you see that young, nice-looking Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Nice-looking Johnny Cash with his suit and tie, with his briefcase. Uh huh. It's very nice looking businessman. African uh, Exactly. Right. And you are. He comes to tell you. He comes to tell you you are the only sugar in my cereal. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you listening? Oh, you are the only mosquito in my net. <laughs> he says that when I when 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 I wake up, actually he, he looks at you and says, "You are blocking my view. You are blocking you are blocking my view." And, and then you ask him, "What do you mean?" Because. When you are in my way, I can't see anybody else apart from you. <laughs> and, and you are so mesmerized by Johnny Cash. Right? And you realize that the way it's going, your heart is going after Johnny Cash. Of course, he has cash. Okay, so I'll say Johnny Cash. Does he have a beard? And then, do you love a beard? Yeah, Then he has it. Everything that you love, Johnny Cash has it. He fits your list. <laughs> he fits. Guys, listen. Johnny Cash fits all the long list that you have of the kind of guy that you want. Even the way he talks. Yeah. Except. Wait, wait, listen. Except that Johnny Cash is not a Christian. You you pray fast for Johnny, for Johnny to be set free. Johnny will find the. Yes, Linda. So, guys, listen, listen. Uh huh. Okay, so you know how you were saying that um, what if like you know you stand in your faith and you don't get delivered? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to like I wanted to ask like you know like correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I felt 
that you do get delivered but sometimes what happens is we just don't get delivered in the way that we expect exactly so sometimes you can stand in your faith like even in a situation where people come into the church and they have guns and they're like you know if you believe in god like take this bullet and then you stand there and you think god is going to deliver you in the sense that the bullet is going to come and it's going to just go right through you and it's not going to affect you mm -hmm. but then you may die mm -hmm. and you go to heaven that's still deliverance it's still deliverance right yeah. Wow. Yes. Exactly. No, that's very true. There's a scripture in Isaiah. You know, there are some people who get sick, and I've had people like that who get sick. You pray for them, for God to heal them and deliver them from the pain and suffering that they're going through. And God answers that prayer by letting them come to heaven. They die. He never healed them, but He delivered them from the pain and suffering. But for us on this side of heaven, we see that and like, oh, God didn't answer my prayer. And we let that affect our faith. Yeah. It Why shouldn't affect our faith. Yeah. You see, you should think of God that everything God does is right, whether it seems wrong to you or not. Everything God does. I mean, if God were to just slap you, Farian, <laughs> right? That slap is a blessing. Turn away from Johnny Cash. <laughs> to turn away from Johnny Cash. <laughs> right? It's a blessing. Everything God does is right. So you are right. And then... Uh-huh. So... Guys, listen. Maybe I think you know, because they're young, it would be good to, like, you know, kind of... Kind of, like, you know, just explain a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, like, you know, when you're saying that your faith will be tested, can you maybe talk about it to kind of say, like, your faith is not just going to be tested once. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen numerous of times. Mm -hmm. Just because you pass the test, it's not, I mean, it's not going to keep happening and happening and happening. Good stuff. Right? And we don't know how many times. Good stuff. Right? So just be aware that just because you just passed this test, and then something else comes in your way, you're not going to have the mind that, okay, this is another test. Yep. You should always be prepared. You should always be prepared. That, you, know? you see, one of the things that you, as young people, one of the main areas that we are tested, who knows? Youthful lust, sexual sins. That's one of the ways that you, as a young person, you are going to be, I mean, you can mark it on the wall. You will be tested. Huh? You will be tested. And your love for Jesus, you will have an opportunity to prove it. Huh? So Johnny Cash is going to come around and sizzling Susie is also going to come around. <laughs> right, Aaron? Sizzling Susie. Sizzling Susie. Yeah. I mean, you see her like, wow. Did, were you ask her, you ask Sizzling Susie, were you created or you were crafted? Right? Because of the beauty. But as a young person, because you are full of sexual desires, you will have to make a choice. Am I going to please myself or am I going to please God? You know what diligence seekers do? Diligence seekers have faith to please God. Joseph was tested. He had beautiful Potiphar's wife. I mean, Potiphar's wife was beautiful. 
okay? And gave him scholarship. You know, there are many guys who are struggling to get one lady here or there to like them. Joseph didn't have that trouble. A beautiful lady came to him and told him, I like you. Come and lie with me. But by his faith, he said no. Okay? Yes, Linda. Okay, so another thing I feel, you know, you guys are saying like, no, Susie's going to come or mm -hmm. Johnny Cash is going to come and no, I won't be tested. Yeah. Um, you guys have to realize too, you know, like the test that's going to come is going to be a test that's like, it's for you. You understand? If, if it's... if. It's packaged not, for you. Yeah, packaged for you. So, for example, if you're going through money troubles, that's when somebody's going to come to you and say, hey, like, you know, I know someone that wants to do 419. Yeah. Because the uh, devil knows. No. No, no, no. The it's devil true. knows in that moment. That's what you're That's what you need. So that's why the test, that's why, that's, you know, that's why it's a test. The devil's, if you, if you are rich and you have money, abundant money, the devil's not going to send you somebody to say, let's do 419. Yeah, because you don't that. need it. Right? It's going to be something you need. That's why it's a test. So that's when you have to stand firm in your faith. Are you listening? So do you guys understand? So when you get older and you're thinking about marriage, right? That's exactly that's when, when Susie, Sizzling Susie is yeah. going to come. That's when Johnny Cash is going to come. Right. In that moment, that's what your need is. Yep. So you have to be aware. Just when you woke up and prayed. Guys, listen. You woke up and prayed, Lord, prepare my husband wherever he is. Mm -hmm. I'm getting there, Lord. I want to meet the right person. And then, knock, knock, knock. Johnny Cash shows up right after you prayed. And you're like, oh, wow, God just answered my prayer. Right? And then you start having nights out, whatever, building friendship, only to realize after you are falling in love with him that he actually doesn't even believe in God. And he's, and, okay, so wait, let, let me make this real. Let me make this real to you guys. If I am Johnny Cash, because these things are already happening in the church where we are, because I, I know stuff. People come to talk to me, okay? Johnny Cash wants, Johnny Cash is also at the age where he wants to get married. He knows that people who don't fear God, they are paying to stay with, because if I cheat on them, they are really going to make my life miserable. But somebody who fears God, they are soft, you know, so I can misbehave and they'll still be okay. So Johnny Cash decides that I want to get married. I'm, I hear that this church, they have nice looking ladies there. I'm going to come there. So Johnny Cash comes to the church and he's in the church, right? He joins the prayer warriors, even though he's not a Christian. But he joins the prayer warriors. It's in the church. Right? And he sees you and spotted you. He spotted you a long time before he even came to the church. You were the reason why he came to the church. <laughs> right? And over time, you develop a relationship with Johnny Cash. Thinking that, of course, he's a Christian. He's even in the prayer warriors. Right? Now, as you're going out, you're realizing that Johnny Cash is asking you to do stuff that you know, if he's a real Christian, he wouldn't be asking us to do this stuff. Right? Now, the moment you realize that, it's a test of your faith. 
do you want to please? You see, a test of your faith is, is two things. Either you're pleasing yourself or you're pleasing God. You got to choose. Whether it's in the prayer warriors or whatever is beside the point. You see true faith by what it does. So if he says or claims to be a Christian, sizzling Susie will never ask you, you know what, we got to test things out. We got to test things out. You, we're getting married anyways. Right? You immediately step back and say, hey, as for this flaming fire there, I would rather burn in the fire than to bow. Huh? Remember what I told you at church? I said, no sex before marriage. No baby before the wedding. No baby before the wedding. No sex before marriage. Yes. Because my friends ask me this a lot because they know that like I'm. Guys, listen. Like I always tell them that like obviously I'm gonna wait and stuff. They always like. So what if you wait and then you get married and then the person isn't like, like what you expect? Like, uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Like, what are you gonna do? And I'm like I can't divorce them, so like I don't know how to answer it because I I don't want to tell them something that will turn them away from it. But like you know. Yep. All right, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna leave my hands in the hands, my life in the hands of God. <laughs> now it's a it's a good time for us to watch a video. Okay, what's the time? Nine twelve. Okay. We'll close before eleven for sure. It's a beautiful video. You guys will love it. Okay. Yeah, okay, so we're going to take... Wait, before we get snacks, I want to, I want to conclude this section, okay? Yes. What we've learned is this. In a nutshell, your faith in God is going to be tested. How? You say you love God. You say you want to worship God. You have a choice at some point to choose between God and something else. That choice will always be presented to you. you remember Moses? He, choose, he chose to suffer than to enjoy the pleasures of sin. You, you have a choice presented to you at some point where it's not like you don't know that this is the wrong one. You know that this one is the wrong one and this one, you will know that, you will know which one is the right choice. But you will make a choice based on your faith. Are you, are you with me? And all of you, as you are listening to me, I want you to remember what I'm telling you so that the important thing to do is to make a choice that is in line with your faith in God. Never compromise your faith, even if it means death. Okay? Never compromise your faith. Let's pray. Let's pray. We'll have a break and then watch a video and then we'll have some discussion and we'll go to bed. Okay? So, let's pray. How many of you, with your, all your eyes closed, everybody close your eyes, I'm asking you a question. How many of you will honestly, sincerely from your heart, want to keep your faith in God no matter what? No matter what. Lift your hands. I mean, sincerely from your heart. Sincerely. You're saying in your heart, I want to keep my faith in God no matter what. Thank you, Lord. Now, I want you to pray silently in your heart. Okay, this is a silent prayer. 
silently in your heart and say, God, you see my hand. Help me to keep my faith in you. Pray. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Jela baroshe kefariados, porodoski pasanta labakayos. Receive help from God to stand for Him. Receive help from God to stand for Him. Receive divine help to stand. Palakora namashihada batayas, vela baroshe kimatay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You'll be tested, but you will stand. Parosh kishonte paradiki adabatayas. Your faith will be tried, but you will come out victorious, says the Lord. Retola bredes kofasi handabakayas. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.